are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I am here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello, guys. And we are continuing our new format, at least for the month of July, of going through, what is it called, Nate? This Week in History. My wife says, Nate does that so well. I don't know if you practice, Nate, but... I have been, yeah, in front of the mirror, usually, (laughs) with my family standing around, too, so... And no explanation. Nope. So, this week we're going to cover the days of July 12th through July 18th. This week in history. Started off with the July 12th. I'm probably going to mispronounce the name, but I know that you've seen a picture of this guy. Shridhar Chilai, or Chilai. Um, uh, two years ago on July 12th, cut his fingernails. And yeah. uh, it doesn't look oh. like a big deal. Wow. Um, I wonder how short. Did it say how short he cut them? <laughs> he, just, he just took off a centimeter or two. <laughs> just a little off the top. <laughs> but they were 909.6 centimeters long, and he'd been growing them for 66 years. Like a year in. At what point is it you're, you go from crazy to Guinness? It takes a while to get to Guinness, right? So yeah. there's a lot of crazy years. And it's only one hand, right? Do you only have one hand? Yeah. Did, did, did it hurt? I wonder. Did he have like, do you get feelings over that amount of time and nails? Maybe yeah, I'd like to question, find but... out if he has phantom pain from, uh, from the <laughs> yeah. fingernails being cut from, yeah. from crazy to Guinness sounds like a great either movie or book name. <laughs> Let's <laughs> file that away. All those people that are sort of in that waiting period to get into spot. Guinness. Can you imagine? How would you, how would you do anything, Matt? Yeah, you'd have to, you have to be really good at using your palm. <laughs> For a lot of things. <laughs> On uh, July 12th, 1982, a 32-year-old man snuck into Queen Elizabeth's bedroom at Buckingham Palace, which I find odd that it wasn't a little bit more secure. Yeah, you would think so. And it said uh, he was there for about 10 minutes and just talked to the Queen before he was apprehended. 1982. Yeah. Okay. That's something that should happen in 1882, but uh, it did have a happy ending. You know, it says him and the Queen just chatted for 10 minutes. And then he disappeared. (laughs) Disappeared into the dungeon. July 12, 1958, the Quarrymen recorded their first song, In Spite of All the Danger. They later became the Silver Beatles and then the Beatles. And there's always the interesting stories of the guys that left the Beatles ahead of time. Guy John Duff Lowe, he's a drummer. He went and left the band to form another band with a guy named Ricky Tomlinson. Uh, another guy named Colin Hanton left in 1959 after they all got drunk and performed horribly and they got in a fight on the bus on the way home. But the thing that's interesting is this John Lowe guy and some of the other original guys have a band called John Lennon's Quarrymen that they uh, travel around and play. And none of them are famous. And but they put up a big pic- painting of John Lennon on stage when they play. The only video I saw of them that had 920 views. So they have a different art form than the Beatles. Not you know different impacts than the Beatles ultimately. But you know both music, both equivalent. Do they ever do any Beatles covers, or are they just like <laughs> we're gonna play an original song off a new album? What 
In July 12, 1862, the Medal of Honor is authorized by the U.S. Congress for non-commissioned army officers and privates. The funny part here is the first recipients were awarded for their actions in, and it says, the Great Locomotive Chase. And then it doesn't say what that was. I just love, is there a more 1800s sounding sort of event yeah. than the great locomotive chase? Don't they happen all the time? 1800s? Weren't there, wasn't there like one every day? I think uh, they just got tired of them. Like they just look out the window, like the sheriff would be the deputy, be like, there's another locomotive chase. He's like, you get this one. He's like, I just got this coffee. I'm on break. Richard Simmons' birthday, July 12th. Richard Simmons' first, his real name is Milton Simmons. <laughs> So uh, his middle name is Teagle, Milton Teagle Simmons. The only thing I want to talk about Mr. Richard Simmons is that his TV show in the late 90s and early 2000s is called Richard Simmons Dreammaker. It's where he goes around and makes people's dreams come true. I'm aware of its existence. That's about it. <laughs> the, I just watched one on YouTube and he had a 16-year-old girl. And this is like the early 2000s. And her dream was to meet Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Mm-hmm. This is like 10 years after they're famous. <laughs> and so <laughs> he has her meet him. And then she says, can I come up on stage and play during the concert? And he says, well, you can come up during the mic check. So I become a little disillusioned with the whole dream maker thing because that was, the, that was what she got out of it. My thing about Richard Simmons is even when he did still have fitness shows and videos i'm like this guy's not in great shape (laughs) it's still chubby this is any middle-aged guy that you put in short shorts and a tank top by the way happy birthday you just turned 60 years old you and i are the same age that's right (laughs) did you have a big party big celebration oh i did a cruise to lose they took hundreds of people uh overweight out of shape people on a cruise for seven days and then i had a big birthday party on the cruise and everybody in my group dressed like me that sounds that sounds awful honestly this sounds awful july 13th i had it was the first known championship cat show Uh, in 1871, I have cat, but uh, it's a whole nother level when you start prepping your cats for shows. Uh, it's I don't I don't even think it's I think it's another level beyond dog shows because dog it's, shows seem to have some legitimacy to them. If there's a hierarchy of kind of the animal world, is there anything below cat show people, <laughs> or is that bottom rung? Is that truly rock? Is that where the jagged rocks are at the bottom? What, what sort of events do they have? What's a cat going to do? <laughs> lay, lay there and look disinterested? July 13th, 1923, the famous LA landmark, the Hollywood sign was dedicated. Do you know what it said up on that hill before it said Hollywood? No, I I actually don't know. It says Hollywood land. Hollywood land? Yeah, that's weird. You'll have to find a picture of it. Maybe they were going to build a theme park up there and then they're like, eh, this is way up high. The birthday of Julius Caesar, one of the, I think, most interesting people in history. Uh, and right. obviously, no, everyone knows he's the famous Roman general who, at uh, two Brute, stabbed in the back on the steps of the Senate. And uh, when he was born, the uh, fortune teller said, beware the Ides of March, because uh, she was not a fan of the band, the Ides of March. <laughs> but I love you, I don't need you, yeah. I want you got to have you tried. God in 
the, I did see there was a, a death on uh, July 13th, uh, Red Buttons, the actor. And uh, on, his, oh. on his tombstone, I think they put Dead Buttons. Did they really? I don't know, but they should have. <laughs> they missed a real opportunity. July... 13th, 1794, James Lind conducted the world's first clinical trial to prove his theory that eating citrus eliminated scurvy. Before that time, scurvy had killed more British sailors than combat did. I don't think it was an easy life for pirates, I, but I always think if this was such a problem, like, did they even have room for like treasure on the ships or was it just like barrels of like lemons and limes and... Was it just citrus? <laughs> right, where are we going to put this booty? <laughs> we got to keep all these limes. Jean-Luc Picard's birthday will happen in the year 2305, July 13th. There was some talk before they hired him. Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, uh, someone asked him about, haven't they found a cure for baldness yet? And he said, no, by the 24th century, no one will care. Born in the wrong time. And then that got me on to more bald men in the hospital with coronavirus, which is apparently a fact that you're more prone to dying of coronavirus if you're bald which is of course i think i heard that maybe it was from one of you guys yeah i I discovered that and shared the word 14 it was the first color broadcast of a sporting event in 1951 on cbs and it was a it was a horse race i don't think it it wasn't one of the big ones you think you'd be so excited for uh, color tv and then it's a horse race wow look they're all brown the horses are all brown and the dirt is brown. I saw a results of a race once, and one of the horses that didn't win, its name was Glue Factory. One was just weird I had, uh, as far as uh, World War II trivia is concerned. 1940, uh, July 14th, 1941, uh, they began, began to ration jam in Holland. Um, is that vital to the war effort? It's pretty serious when you're rationing jam. Next war, they're going to be ready with the jam. I don't know what they got planned, but it's going to be big. It's going to be tasty, too. We're going to stockpile peanut butter and then meet meet them in the middle. July 14th, 1965. It says first successful flyby of Mars. But as I was flipping through all my stuff, I read it as drive-by of Mars. And I thought that would be awesome if they just rolled down the window and pop a few shots at Mars just to let them know who's boss. One, two. Do you know much about the Everly Brothers at all? This was another kind of strange one on this date in 1973. I guess they uh, they broke up on stage when one of the brothers left the stage live as, a, as the concert was going on. So that's, if you're going to quit a band, that's how you got to do that's it. That's a boss move. Did he sl- smash his guitar over the br- his brother's head? He should have. Bye-bye, sweet Paris. Hello, July 14th, 1969, the uh, U.S. Department of Treasury and Federal Reserve announced currency notes in denominations of 500, 1,000, 5,000, and 10,000 would be discontinued immediately due to lack of use. Yeah, I wonder how far they go up now. Wouldn't you love to like uh, accidentally have a 10,000 in your wallet and like put it into a vending machine to get a Kit Kat? And it's like, (laughs) and it takes it and it doesn't give you your change back. (laughs) July 14th, 1951, Citation becomes the first racehorse to win over a million dollars. It's a lot of money in 1951. 
Oh, yeah. Plus, he won at playing blackjack. That's quite a horse. It's amazing. He just, he sat at the table with sunglasses on like uh, Mr. Ed and played it cool and won a cool million. <laughs> 1940 is when uh, Spalding started selling batting helmets with ear flaps. Because you still saw guys, I would say in the 80s, you still saw yeah. a few without, like Gary Carter. Do you remember Gary Carter, the catcher? Yes. I don't think he, he wore them. There was a few other. Dave Winfield, maybe. Why the hell would you not want the ear flaps? I don't know. You're like, I don't want the safety. No, thanks. No, take it's it. just like wearing those the helmets you win for doing the speed pitch game. The ones that mm -hmm. like shatter if they get hit by a wiffle ball. <laughs> On July 14th, 1865, British explorer Edward Wimper, I think it's Wimper, <laughs> scales the third highest peak in the Alps, which is the Matterhorn. You'd think this would be a uh, great accomplishment, but he says four of the seven-member team died during the descent. Oh, no. So you get to the peak of the Matterhorn. You got to be like, yeah, I mean, everybody's high-fiving. Everybody's checking. Make sure they're not leaving anything up there because you're screwed if you leave your keys up there or anything. But then you die on the way back down. That's awful. It's so anticlimactic. In 1799, uh, the Rosetta Stone was discovered by French soldiers. Uh, it was found in Rosetta, Egypt. Shortly after it was found, the English defeated French, and it, and it wound up in the, the British Museum, where it's been uh, all this time since 1802. Um, the Rosetta Stone is of importance because it helped to decipher the hieroglyphs of ancient Egypt. And also uh, helped start that program where you can learn to speak other languages. Yeah, it is the reason why that uh, I can now speak, speak Danish. You just can't have jam yet. July 15th, 1992, in the Indian state of Orissa, they passed a law limiting the cost of a marriage ceremony to $800, which is the average annual middle-class income, and limits the reception to 50 guests, punishable by up to six years in jail. Wow. Uh, nice. So a lot of odd things in that. Yeah. Because I always wonder with odd laws, what triggered that? Because in the US, there's all these odd laws, like in Alaska, you can't take a picture of a moose from an airplane. Why is that a law? Right. What happened? In 1915, which is before the first war, Dr. Heinrich Albert uh, loses a briefcase on his subway and it was found and inside it revealed this extensive spy network all across the United States. He was known as the head of German propaganda in the United States. Still very interesting to, to hear about the scope of uh, the, the spy network. And it was all because he lost his briefcase. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, bad spot. Not the greatest spot in the world. Can, to lose your can you imagine like getting off the subway, getting about a block and then being like, oh, no. Has anyone seen the briefcase full of spy <laughs> stuff? 1789, future U.S. President Andrew Jackson signs a loyalty pledge swearing his allegiance to Spain. Uh, Jackson had moved to Nashville, Tennessee in order to conduct business in nearby Spanish territory of Natchez. It was required to sign a loyalty pledge to Spain. The pledge stated he was subject to the Spanish crown and would fight for the province on behalf of Spain if needed. A copy of this oath was discovered in 1995. Famous president and yeah, kept that I mean, secret his whole life. So what was Jackson's nickname? I was trying to think of that as I was... Oh, it was like, it was one of those good ones, like old war ho yeah, horse old, or... Old or old, like O-L apostrophe something. It's interesting to think about if he ever kind of was a little sub subversive and ever you know, kind of gave some info or intel to Spain. Yeah, it makes me want to go back and look and just look at 
the Spanish U.S. relations. And I think I'm gonna do that tonight. Yeah. Hey, that's fr- it's Friday night, mm-hmm. so you know it wouldn't be a Friday night if I wasn't looking up random deep facts about Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Hickory Andrew Jackson, our seventh president. The world's tallest person, Robert Pershing Wadlow, died yeah. July 15th, 1940. Eight foot 11, 490 was his weight. Died at 22, said the condition was due to something called hyperplasia of the pituitary yeah. gland, which results in abnormally high level of human growth hormone. He was still growing at the time of his death, having grown over three inches during the previous year. His death- He's probably still growing <laughs> in the casket. <laughs> his head popped out the end. His death was due to an infection from a sore caused by a faulty leg brace. But man, nine foot tall. I, I love- that story, Robert Wadlow and other, I've, I've actually spent a lot of my time studying gigantism for some reason, <laughs> but it is fascinating. And there are, there are some people even today, like in the NBA, there's one guy that I, I swear has this condition. It's a condition like Andre the Giant has where you have this elongated jaw. It's, it's certain features they get before they get really weak from the issue. They, they are very strong. So huh. there's this time period where they're like incredibly strong before their bones essentially break down. I think what happens is a lot of times they'll have a tumor or something that will press against the pituitary gland, causing it to secrete, or maybe it, it overgrows. Um, the tumor issue is interesting because if you go back to the Bible, the story of David and Goliath, it's likely that Goliath had this issue. And when David threw the stone, it hit him in the head and ruptured that uh, tumor, causing his huh. death. July 16, 1976, Loggins and Messina officially split after six years. It had been a long time coming. I, uh, I'm going to put this in my upcoming book on Loggins and Messina, but uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so Messina was older than Loggins. Uh, I think Loggins always kind of felt like he was treated like the little brother in the band, um, mm. and Messina at the time probably had a little bit more name and credibility just because I think he was a little older and had been in the business longer. Great band though, many great albums. The the pioneers of yacht rock was uh, yeah. Loggins and Messina. Eh, bittersweet. We wouldn't have had Loggins solo stuff or Jim Messina solo stuff, which is absolutely <laughs> terrible, but. <laughs> You got to take the good uh, one. Messina and Oates. That should be a band. That'd be awesome. Uh, John Oates has commented back to us on Twitter before. Did you know that guy? Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. what did he say? Did he just like it or did he actually? Uh, I think he said like a one or two word response, but it was uh, basically, th- it was during the uh, Hall & Oates countdown on Think Funny. All right. He said something and Hall & Oates retweeted it once. What I want. Hey uh, guys, I gotta I gotta take off. I'm sorry. Um, I gotta okay. take the, my cat to the vet, and it's like a half an hour away. So you're going to a um, cat show. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. My favorite story with you and the cat is you going in to donate the cat to the Humane Society. Oh yes. Oh man. Yeah, it was. Um, I had just broken up with the girlfriend at the time and had this cat. I either didn't have the money. Probably more likely, I didn't want to spend the money to uh, to surrender it because they had a forty dollar fee. And so I pretended like I didn't, it wasn't my cat. 
<laughs> I took it. I took it into the Humane Society, and I pretended it wasn't my cat. Like I just found some cat on the street, and uh, they looked at me very suspiciously. But they never charged me the money. So, <laughs> so did you tell her? I think you said she was in the car or something. You came back and like, yeah, they yeah. took it. Cat have a collar, and you took the collar off. Please tell <laughs> me you did. Yeah, That's like rubbing you, against you. And, uh, it's so obvious that it was an indoor cat too, because you know the nails are all trimmed, and you know it's like brushed. And there's no way it could have been a cat I just found on the street. <laughs> and you just stared at. You walk in, you're wearing a shirt with a picture of you. <laughs> I don't know this cat. Can you imagine being that cat. Not only are you getting surrendered, then completely abandoned. That cat didn't give a bleep. It's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Good luck at the cat show, Matt. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you. That's that's a pro tip, though. If you uh, just tell them it's not your cat, if you ever have to surrender a cat and no one pay the fee. <laughs> think funny right. cat. Pro tip. <laughs> July 17th, 1842 was uh, the P.T. Barnum mermaid hoax. Have you ever heard about this one, Aaron? I don't know. Pictures of mermaids appeared in New York newspapers. They were part of an elaborate hoax orchestrated by uh, P.T. Barnum in order to draw attention to his museum. Uh, He had a friend pose as a British naturalist bringing the quote-unquote mermaid to New York. Naturalists of the day held heated debates in the newspapers as to its authenticity. The mermaid was actually an example of a traditional Japanese art form used by fishermen in religious ceremonies. It was composed of a monkey's head attached to a fish's body (laughs) and was probably created in the early 1800s. Like a dried up thing he had on display? I guess. It was the first of many of Barnum's hoaxes and was a huge success, drawing large crowds to his museums. So Wow. And we thought originally in our Sea Monsters episode that mermaids were made up by sailors to cover for having sex with manatees. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> it was mermaids. Day 90 at sea, uh, manatees looking pretty good, I'm betting. So. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 uh, not not manatees. You got me all wrong. It's a... Uh, <laughs> Woman of tea. Yeah, that's it. Speaking of monkey heads, did you ever see that experiment? And it's illegal. It was an illegal experiment. They had a video of it, though, of a guy that took two monkeys, cut off one of his heads, put the other head on the other monkey, and the monkey started blinking and looking around. What? There's a <laughs> there's a video of this? You gotta find it, man. Yeah, it's like a Russian... So a surgery was performed to reattach yes. the head? Okay. Monkey, no, different monkey head on a different monkey body. He started looking around and was like, his brain was active or something oh, for a while. You cut the spinal cord. Isn't that kind I of- I don't have all the answers, but okay, okay. <laughs> I've just seen the I'll video. Disneyland is dedicated July 17th, 1955. That's all I had with that. <laughs> I think we've talked about Disney pretty ad nauseum. We have a whole episode on Disney, the number of people that have died there on rides and- and how that one of them was on a committed suicide on a monorail, and Nate's immediate reaction was, "That's oh the way God. I want to go." If I, if I find out that there's something terminal going on with me, please just strap me to the monorail. I want to get hit by the monorail full speed. That's how I want to go. What's it called? Monorail. Once again, monorail. July seventeenth, nineteen thirty-eight. American aviator. I love his nickname. Wrong way, Corrigan takes off from New York, making a nonstop transatlantic flight without a permit, landing in Ireland the next day. Claims that he intended to fly to Los Angeles, but had followed the wrong end of his compass. July 18th, Chappaquiddick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so 
I have read way more and stayed up way late reading Chappaquiddick books than I should have. So basically, let's give a quick summary. July 18th, 1969, U.S. Senator Ted Kennedy drives his car off a bridge in Chappaquiddick Island, Massachusetts. He was sort of on a vacation sort of party kind of at a house. Uh, he swam to safety. However, his passenger, Mary Jo Kopechny, uh, drowned in the car. He spent the night in hotel and reported the accident to the police in the morning. Uh, then he went on a nationally televised, basically made a statement nationally, kind of got away from with it, essentially. He got a two-month suspended sentence and has his license suspended for leaving the scene of an accident. Uh, that's the basic story as to what happened. But the weird thing, obviously, is that he left a woman in a car to die in like six feet of water, if that. It wasn't that deep. The car was sticking out of the water. And he went to a hotel, changed, talked to people at the hotel, was casual, went to the police the next morning, didn't report it. The two things I really don't like about the story are after the accident, he saved himself and then he went back to the party to get help. That part doesn't add up to me. Yeah. A drowning thing, like every second counts, every second. And you Mm -hmm. go back to the party, that's Mm going to be way too late by then. And the yeah. fact that he waited till the next morning, I don't know if that was to cover up some evidence or to sober up, who knows, but there's definitely more to the story of Chappaquiddick. What I believe happened, he was going to go he was going out essentially to fraternize with another woman in the car. Mary Jo, I believe, was asleep in the back seat and he didn't know it. That's my theory. Oh, okay. And so <clears throat> he didn't realize until he went back to the house that there was Mary Jo was in the car. And that's when he started freaking out. I think that he thought, you know, my passenger got out, the girl that he was with, whoever that was, and him, and he was fine. It was just a car in the water at that point. Because when they found Mary Jo's body, she was in the back seat, sort of upside down. She was in a weird spot that would be like really unlikely for someone in the passenger seat to get to in this accident. And also there's people at the party that, and the people at the party really have never spoken about this, but the, the rumors that have come out said that she left to went cause she was sort of drunk, passed out or, or tired. She went to go sleep in the car. That's the rumor. It's a fascinating story. There's a great movie about it too. Yeah. I, my personal theory is he knew what he was doing and he was trying to cover up some sort of evidence with her, you know, he didn't want her to maybe something happened. Uh, who knows? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, but yeah. and that he's just trying to cover it up. But that's yeah, he kind of benefited from the moon landing was happening around that time that took away the news story. Oh, that's right. That's why they did fake the moon landings. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Think Funny podcast, the This Week in History episodes with your host, Aaron Donnelly. I'm Nate Sadler for Matt Donnelly, who's at a cat show. (laughs) Please check us out on Twitter at thinkfunnypodc1. And thanks for listening. I get into the Humane Society and I pretended it wasn't my cat. Like I just found some cat on the street. Think Funny Cat. Pro tip. Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aarondonley.com for today's show notes and much more. (laughs) 